Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. Let me tell you how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Callie and I love using Spotify for Podcasters to make our podcast above deck. We love using the polls and Q&A features, which is a great way to interact with our listeners. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Above Deck, a Below Deck Breakdown Podcast. I'm Sarah Goldman, a photographer and former marine biologist living in Charleston, and with me is my college roommate and co-host, Kelly. I'm Kelly Busby, an executive assistant and former radio host living in Columbus. Together, we started the Socks with Sandals radio show on WFAL in Bowling Green, Ohio, and we have come back together to discuss Below Deck and our love of all things Bravo. Each week, we recap an episode of Below Deck, share what wisdom we learned from the captain and crew, and discuss what's new in the Below Deck universe. Today, we'll be discussing Below Deck, Sailing Yacht, Season 3, Episode 13, Budding Boat Nance, and Below Deck, Down Under, Season 1, Episode 12, Yachty or Nice. Here's your 30-second recap for Sailing Yacht. Garriott continues to flirt with Scarlett, and Marcos deals with complicated guest preferences. Daisy and Gary butt heads, and Scarlett wonders what in the world she's walked into. Glenn and the crew prepare for a sailing race with a neighboring boat, and Barnaby is excited. Kelly, what do you think about this episode? It was, uh, again, another high school-esque kind of episode. Um, yep. The, Gary and Scarlett, I feel that it is Gary driving the flirtation. Oh, yeah. He's just like, well, hey, I mean, it's there. Why not? You know? <laughs> right. I mean, she's like smiling at him and he's like, bingo. <laughs> if that happened every time I smiled at a guy. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. It wouldn't happen. You swatting him away like yep. guys. Yep. Yep. Didn't they seem like a little too familiar? Like they already knew each other. Like she just got on the boat like a day before. Right. And he's And he's already like tongue down the throat like I don't even yeah, get and it hugging her every time he sees her like oh it's so good to see you I'm like you just met <laughs> supposedly but then I was going to say that that raises the question did they know each other prior to coming um, on board you know we've seen it before I know on the other season so good question and here's something that bothers me okay these guys they always say oh there's <laughs> just something about her <laughs> Now, Ryan said it about Magda. Right. Gary says it about Scarlett. Well, guess what? The thing is that they're pretty. Like, Magda is a model. Scarlett could be a model. Like, right. And it's they... just weird to say, like, oh, there's just something about them. 
You know what it is too? It's, it's the thing is that she's pretty, but it's also that she responds to you. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a great mystery here. No, no. what do you think about Gary's mustache? Look, I'm not the biggest fan of facial hair, but (laughs) to be honest, I really didn't even notice it. It's that bad. Yeah, I don't think I would have noticed until they pointed it out when they were waiting for the guests to come on board. Yeah. I mean, I can, whatever. So (laughs) Marco struggles with all the preference sheet requirements. There's gluten-free, dairy-free, no shellfish, but he takes it on and he is amazing. And he manages to please everybody in this episode with his uh, knockout meals. Uh, And I noticed that he was super calm and just collected through the whole whole thing and I mean um that would be very frustrating because you want to try and make the same thing for everyone and give everyone the same experience and flavors but he just he he did what he could and he was confident in it and that showed to the guests because they all loved it yeah he had his game face on yeah I love his game face I love every face of Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) So did the girls on the charter too. Yeah, they did. So Gary shows the guests how to swing on the rope and jump into the water. (laughs) And most of them do okay. And then poor Jen, she does that belly flop, hits her legs, everything. They did her so dirty by slowing it down, the slow motion. (laughs) Excruciating slow-mo. And then everybody are you okay are you okay that just makes it even worse it totally yeah (laughs) and I was thinking that right there is the reason I couldn't go on this show because I'd be too afraid of the editing that they would give me (laughs) in a moment like that (laughs) and do you remember um bunny who we had on the show earlier in the season she commented on her Instagram and she said and that is why I did not go on the rope swing (laughs) (laughs) That was really impressed by the boom, the boom swing or something they called it because yeah. Gary went on it. He just ran and he just kept going. He's like he just Tarzan. Going. He was like hovering over the water for a little bit. I'm like, uh-huh. man, how long is that rope? I know. <laughs> I was, I was thinking someone was going to swing back over the boat and then like fall on the deck. That's That was, was my for. concern too. Oh man. No, I could never do that. I'm a chicken to begin with. Like, yeah, I would not have done it, especially not on TV. So the first night is wigs and sequence is the theme. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where these themes are coming from. Yeah. And so Marcus Marco serves the guests duck and no one's had duck before, but it seems like they like it. I would try it. If, if Marcus made it, I would try it. Yeah. I mean, they did tell him like, whatever you want to make us. So right. and they're like, well, Duck's not on the list, so I'll make duck. <laughs> right. So funny moment when the guys are all in their bunk and Gary says, oh, I wonder if Scarlett's going to dream about me. God, he's so and then, full of himself. I know. And then there's a knock at the door. <gasps> Gary says, hello? No answer. More knocking. <laughs> so he goes to go get the door and he realizes, I think it's Colin knocking on the wall. <laughs> That was such a good joke. <laughs> I want to hang out with them in their cabin. I know. Whatever. <laughs> such I'll be a good whiny joke. for a minute. But that I was good. That was too. really, really good. I didn't see him knocking. No, I, I didn't either. That was good. <laughs> oh, gosh. So the next day, the guest goes swimming on the tender, and Gary announces that Scarlett will be going to serve the drinks. 
like it's his decision to be yeah, made. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. How he's yeah. like, you're just going to come. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's but, totally not me. his call. But Daisy is so pissed off and she goes in her place, like just to <laughs> sort of prove a point. And I love it. Because yeah. she just she just flat out said, I'm coming. And then Gary was super upset about that. Yeah. And then back on the boat, Scarlett and Ashley are cleaning cabins and Scarlett asks Ashley if she would mind if she potentially, you know, goes after Gary. <laughs> and Ashley <laughs> acts like she could care less. And then, of course, we know that she cares a lot. Oh, for sure. Another but moment I- that I thought was kind of weird is Daisy is venting to Scarlett about Gary's behavior, but not just the work behavior, like the girl stuff, like hooking up with people. I'm like, girl just got here. <laughs> a girl's gonna walk off the boat if you keep this up. yeah it just seemed unprofessional it did gary and his harem of women <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then scarlet wonders does daisy like gary uh, i think that's a good I think that's affirmative on that one right and so that night is the 10 course dinner and Marcos does the math and he's like, holy moly, that's 80 plates. Yeah. So they have somebody like washing dishes the whole time. I really liked everybody was on deck, like literally on deck with that. You know, somebody was washing dishes and silverware and then they were resetting. And I mean, yeah. it was all hands on deck helping out and nobody, at least they didn't show it, but nobody argues. Nobody like questions anything. They just listen to Marcos and go. Yeah, they were. I thought it was impressive. Pretty well together. And the guests were quite smitten with Marcos. One of the guests in particular, every time he came out, her uh, Spanglish <laughs> came out with it. <laughs> with, uh, yeah, and... what was she saying? Like, muy caliente. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, you know, the basics. The, the But I know she wanted him for dessert because <sighs> oh, yeah. I don't blame her. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. So Gary does apologize to Daisy for being a jerk. So at least he apologized. That was nice and unexpected, to be honest. Yeah. And then the next day, the crew prepares for a sailing race with the neighboring boat. And that's where the episode ends. Who do you think is going to win? I voted on our... On the Instagram? On the Instagram post. And I think Parsifal is going to win. Oh, yeah. It's like 97% Parsifal. Yeah. So we'll I see. see. I don't know anything about the other boat. Like, I don't know how fast it is or whatever. I don't either. All I know is that Parsifal's bigger, so it's going to be heavier, but it has more sails, so it could be pushed farther. Yeah. And they have more people. They could, like, move them around, you know. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for it. And I love Barnaby. He's like, I'm in. Let's go. I know. He's I'm been up. up all night, and he's like, all right, I'm in. Let's watch. Yeah, that was cool. So I'm very excited for that. Let's take a break. We are supported by SailorMade. SailorMade makes handcrafted nautical accessories that will remind you of your best summer memories. Kelly, I love their bracelets that feature Brummel clips. We used to use these on the research vessel I worked on, and it turns out that they make really stylish nautical jewelry. I love that you can stack multiple bracelets together, and they even have stack collections that show you which ones look good together. And I love their UVA awareness bracelets that go from clear to color to help you remember to reapply your SPF. For 15% off of your order, go to SailorMadeUSA.com and use code ABOVEDECK. That's all one word. And you'll go to 
sailormadeusa.com. That's S-A-I-L-O-R-M-A-D-E-U-S-A.com. And your discount code is above deck. And that's all one word. We are supported by Waterlust. Waterlust is an apparel company that visually represents various marine and freshwater science conservation efforts. With unique prints inspired by marine species, 10% of their profits go towards marine science research and education. Made with the environment in mind from soft, quick-dry fabric, their clothes are chlorine, saltwater, and sunscreen resistant with UPF 50-plus sun protection. From whale sharks to sea turtles, you will love their fun patterns on leggings, board shorts, and more. They also have inclusive sizing so everyone can look cute in the water or at the beach. Kelly, I'm personally going to get the whale shark warrior sunsuit, and I plan to wear it under my wetsuit when I go diving next time. Go to waterlust.com slash above deck. That's waterlust, W-A-T-E-R-L-U-S-T dot com slash above deck. We're back. Here's your 30 second recap for episode 12 of Down Under. Captain Dreambook tries to sort out the conflict between Benny and Jamie. The crew prepares for a Christmas-themed dinner, and there's even a visit from Santa and his reindeer. Bertini has a talk with Culver and Benny, and the episode ends on a cliffhanger when Benny is called to the wheelhouse. Sarah, what did you think? Well, I loved this episode. It starts out as the second day of the charter, I think. And Aisha is really proud of herself because she thinks she helped change Magda's behavior and they're kind of getting along better. And she said, I didn't know I had it in me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cute. It was and good. so we have rain that, that day of the charter. And so no water sports and the guests are preparing for uh, an inside board game kind of a day. Which is kind of a bummer, but they had a really bougie Scrabble board. It was so fancy. I mean, I don't like Scrabble, but I would have played with that. Yeah, they were (laughs) very good sports. Yes, they were. And Ryan made such a nice breakfast. It's kind of like he's turned a corner. I think he's probably worried about getting fired. (laughs) Yeah. And well, then... and even he even made sure to make the captain's eggs just as he likes them and brought them up to the wheelhouse and tried yeah. to make himself comfy in the captain's chair. And the captain's like, yeah, so thanks for breakfast. <laughs> you, you may leave now. Yeah. yeah. Peace out. <laughs> and then I think Jason says in his like testimonial, he's like, sorry, it's just too little, too late. You know, it doesn't yeah. make up for your bad behavior. So Magda is relieved to be off service for this charter. She's glad to be stuck down in laundry. You know, it was funny. She may have been off service, but when they started decorating for the Christmas party, (laughs) she got very creative with what she had. She did help create fake snow. Everyone was so proud of her, too. (laughs) I was like, but I'm like, it still looks like what it is. Um, (laughs) For those of you who are young cover your ears for those of you who are grown up she used the cotton from the tampons for some <laughs> and just kind of broke it up <laughs> yeah I wouldn't say it looked great it was no. creative but I was thinking tampons are expensive that was yeah. some expensive snow <laughs> 
So Jamie tries to have another talk with Benny and it does not go well. They, no. those two just butt heads and Benny says, Jamie talks at him instead of to him. And he leads by intimidation and Bertini kind of has the situation figured out. She says, you know, it's a personality difference and they just cannot communicate. I think you're right. I agree with that. It's just Jamie tries to share what he thinks needs to be done without saying this is how it needs to be done. Yeah. And then later in the day, Captain Dreamboat, he talks to Bertini and he talks to Culver to try and get a better understanding of the conflict between Benny and Jamie. And they don't have a big problem with Jamie. So they're, I think he's realizing that it's a personality conflict between the two of them. And I like the way he handled that too, from an HR side of things. I thought that was. Yeah. We don't see too many good HR decisions on these boats. They were sober. (laughs) So what do you think? Yeah. What do you think about this idea of Culver and Bertini kind of living the van life together after this uh, charter season? I thought it was a good idea last episode when she kind of brought it up. Yeah. Um, But then things got really awkward between them after a night of drinking. Yeah. And then things were even more awkward on this episode because they're just not talking about it. And I know that Culver is acting like it'll be cool and it's something that he really wants to do, but... I don't think it's going to happen. I think Bertini will do it. I think Bertini Mm -hmm. will get in her van and live the van life. I don't think Culver will be a permanent fixture of that van. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Do you remember on the first season of Sailing Yacht, Chef Adam and Jenna, was that her name? The Chief Stew? Yeah. They kind of did that maybe in the U.S. I think so, yeah. just to see if their relationship would kind of work out. And I Mm -mm. think it it fizzled out at that point. It'll be interesting to see if there's any footage of that uh, at the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, I wish them the best. If they, if they can make it happen, fantastic. But yeah, why not? <laughs> we'll see. So the guests requested this Christmas themed dinner. I felt very Christmassy, like watching this, even though it's May. <laughs> I loved it. And it was the middle of summer down when they taped it, too. So. Yeah, right? and Culver says the entertainment officer is big on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> and they're, yeah, they're decorating and preparing. Magda's singing carols while she uh, makes snow. <laughs> <laughs> Toomey isn't really into it because she's from South Africa and she has a summer Christmas. So it's just not uh, quite the wintry feeling Can we her. ponder that for a second? I know. Being, being from the States and... um the mid the midwest if yeah. you will um could you imagine being like in a swimsuit and having cocktails by a pool because it's like 85 degrees outside on christmas day right i will say even in south carolina like christmas day is a big beach day for oh. people like a lot of people spend the day at the beach on christmas day so it's not usually oh. sweltering but it's usually warm enough to be outside um, yeah, but yeah, I can't what you're imagine. Saying is you don't have snow. No, you're <laughs> no, no, probably never have snow. <laughs> I feel like we're lucky that we grew up in the Midwest. And I like... do too. So Captain Dreamboat calls Jamie and Benny to the wheelhouse and he has Aisha come as a witness like, uh oh, and Benny looked like he was going to cry. Yeah, I felt sad for him. And I don't know if the talk helped at all to help fix the problem. I don't know. I think it probably put everyone on edge a lot more yeah. than it needed to be. 
Yeah. So Christmas dinner, charter guest Peter comes out in a kilt. Yeah, he did. (laughs) (laughs) He looked great. And I did send him a DM on Instagram and tell to tell him that we liked his Christmas kilt. Yeah. Did he respond? He he did. He said they had a really good time except for the first day where he almost drowned. Well, so he was the one who got the cramp. Oh, he was the one who got the leg massage. Yes. Yes. I love it. So even Ryan is in the Christmas spirit. Um, Culver dresses up as Santa Claus. And I think he puts on his mullet underneath the Santa hat. I think so. I think so. (laughs) And then Aisha's his reindeer. What do you think? What do you think about that? She's really in character. I was really confused. I I don't know. It kind of turned. Like I agreed with Bertini. Like it was some kinky stuff. Like I don't even know. Um, but I it felt took like a turn. She didn't. It really did. <laughs> um, she she like crawled way too long. Like I feel like she could have waited until she at least got upstairs before she had. To I know she's all place. over the interior on all fours. And then so, you know, Santa comes and goes, and then um, Asia comes back in, and they said, "Oh, I didn't recognize you without your antlers and reins." And she says, "I don't know what you're talking about. I was just in the bathroom." <laughs> That was really cute. (laughs) The magic of Christmas. The magic of Christmas. My favorite. So Aisha sends Magda to bed early under the condition that (sighs) she uses that extra time to sleep and not talk on the phone. And I think we guessed how that (laughs) turned out. Well, and did you notice that right before that, when Magda was in the laundry, she gets a text from her friend, Paulina. Oh, yeah. And Paulina says, hey, I'm having dinner with your boyfriend. And she's like, excuse me? (laughs) yeah baking powder (laughs) yeah I needed like some more information on what's going on there with that trio yeah and so I think if that hadn't happened she probably would have gone to bed a little earlier or maybe just said good night but then you know she was riled up wanted to talk to the boyfriend and be like what the heck so that conversation that Benny and Culver had in their cabin was so heartbreaking. Benny said, you know, I just lost my parents last year and I just want to be around everyone. And I'm just craving it. It I just know. made me so sad because he does not want to get fired and I don't want him to get fired. I don't either. I don't want him to. And, I, and I'm really hoping that Captain Dreamboat is going to say, yeah, gives him another chance. Yeah. Be like, this is it, though. Like, this is... Yeah, like, you've got to get along with Jamie. You guys got to work it out. So the next day, Jason has the chief officer drive the tender so that Benny can stay on board to help with docking. And at first, I thought it was a punishment. So did I. And then I realized, oh, he wants him to feel like he's part of the team. And it worked. I was like, that was very insightful. He was so excited to help with the docking. It was so exciting for him. Yeah, I didn't realize what a big deal that would be for him. So that was cool. Yeah. So the guests depart and Bertini pulls Benny and Culver aside. And she, since Jamie wouldn't do it, she explains to Benny why he was taken off the night shift. And he feels terrible. Like he had no idea, you know, that it would be more work for them. Yeah. And that was just so silly that Jamie would not, you know, be open with him about that. What do you think, though, about Bertini saying, like, pulling the two of them aside and saying, look, here's what I think. And here's what's really happening. Do you think Uh, that's going to come back to bite her? I don't know, but it did make them feel like more of a team. Although it's kind of now it's like them against Jamie. So I don't know. It's okay. If Jamie needs a hug, 
I am here. <laughs> I would okay. be more than happy to console him. All right. You can feel better. <laughs> I'll give you Kelly's number. <laughs> so the episode then ends on a cliffhanger. What else? Because um, Jason has to sit down with Benny and something's about to happen. We don't know what. I was so, super bummed. Oh, uh, poor Benny. I was so mad. I was like, come on, two cliffhangers in a row. They oh. love to end it on a cliffhanger. So mean. All right, so we'll be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. BetterHelp has over 20,000 therapists with a broad range of expertise. Just fill out the questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and you'll be matched to a therapist in under 48 hours. From there, you schedule your video and phone sessions and you can exchange unlimited messages. Everything is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. There's a special offer for Above Deck listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash above deck. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash above deck. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. It's time for Hot Tub Convo, where we discuss what's happening on social media with our favorite Below Deck cast members. We saw on social media that Gary, Daisy, and Barnaby were together in London this week. Barnaby posted photos of Gazy or Derry, whichever one you prefer, and <laughs> everyone was guessing as to whether or not they're a couple. What do you think? Yeah, I think they post or Barnaby posted that picture like so people would talk. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards they're not a couple, but I bet they've hooked up at some point. Don't you think? I'm sure. I mean, come on. Yeah. The tension. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. There's tension. <laughs> so Michelle asks, do you think Daisy was genuinely pissed at Gary or a tad jealous or both? I think both. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she went off when he wanted, like, if he had wanted, I don't know, Kelsey or Ashley or somebody else, she would not have reacted quite the same. No. And she's right. Like, she knew what Gary was doing. Yeah. She's not, so like, she's not stupid. She knows what he was trying to do. And I was thinking that, too. I'm like, oh, you dirty dog, you. (laughs) You think you're going to get to have a little quiet time on the Tinder. I'm going to keep <laughs> calling it a Tinder because for some reason I can't get that out of my head. <laughs> Tinder? Like a Tinder. Tinder? Like the, not like like the app? Tenders, but Tinder like the app. <laughs> Tender. It tends the boat. Tend. Tender. Got it. Okay. <laughs> it's time for our segment. Join me in the wheelhouse where we decide who needs to see the captain for a stern talking to. Sarah, who would you vote for? I would vote for Gary this week. Yeah. I just, come on. Like, why can't you keep it together around members of the opposite sex? Pretty blonde members. 
Yes. Well, but see, Gabriella wasn't blonde, so I don't know. Well, she was in his bunk too. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. I don't. I don't know. Now, did you post something on one of our stories about the women of Gary or something like that? Oh, I <laughs> share. I reshared something from somebody else's account, but it said there's something about Gary, and then it had <laughs> all of the people, and then who was at the end? Colin. Colin. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I love Colin. That's it for this week's episode of Above Deck. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, and please tell a friend. And rate and review us five stars only. Please follow us on Instagram at Above Deck Pod. You can email or leave us a voice memo at abovedeckpod at gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Kelly Busby. And I'm Sarah Goldman. Thanks for joining us. It's like there's at least one person listening in South Africa. Do you think it's Gary? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Maybe it's Toomey. Aww. I, yeah. That would but, make me so happy if it was Toomey. I know. I love her. But yeah, mm-hmm. 70% United States, 11% Canada, 7% UK. Five percent Australia. I think the seven percent in the UK is Tom and his family. <laughs> yeah, they're up there and in the, the cows. Lake district. <laughs> and the cows. He's playing it for the cows and the dogs. <laughs> they all have their own accounts. So it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs>